0: hello and welcome to that baby and mike the podcast that helps you with tips and tricks on how to cope with adulting and just live life to be honest so how you're doing i hope you guys are keeping safe right now there's a lot of stuff going on in the world top priority is the coronavirus uh, in short form covid19 and it's really causing a lot of panic a lot of things happening all over And it's cost a lot of us to isolate, stay indoors, try and boost our immune and all of that. So this episode is going to be talking about five things that I have learned. This whole isolation period, social distancing, having the world stand still for a greater cause. I hope to hear your own lessons you've learned at the end of the episode as well. So let's get into it. So first things first is, as you know, when it became a global pandemic is for everyone to stay indoors social distancing to go at a hundred percent level so that the virus can go down and of course where do you have to stay at home but then and i think i speak for a number of people especially maybe nine to fives is that we're so and especially Lagosian nine to five let me put that in bold many a times we spend our our hours at the workplace. Air traffic, and the workplace again, and air traffic. (laughs) So for most people who, if you're not staying in a family home, maybe you're staying on your own, or it's your siblings, and it's a rental. Many times, there's never been this concern to invest in your space. Your space meaning your home, your room, anywhere that you know, after all the busy up and down moves, is where you go, go to and shut down. So many of us are then now stuck to be or complied to be in this space for two weeks minimum, you know. For me, I I think mine is going to be like three weeks because I had the one week already ongoing before the Lagos official 14-day shutdown. So this is my second week compared to some people, this is their own first week. So my first thing I've learned is investing in your space. Because then that's when you notice that, oh, well, maybe the bed, it's it's due for replacement because it's not as comfortable to have to lie on for a good number of hours. And then you figure out that, oh, actually, I needed like a walk table. Because for many of us, it's not that we're just home. We're home and actually still working So you need like a walk table and a very nice resting back chair. So you're not like arching your back when you have to work on your bed or on any other random place you have to position yourself to get your work going so all of that and then should I go into kitchenware of noticing that okay because you hardly have the time to say you're stocking up and then maybe wanting to microwave all the time so microwave might actually be essential and a number of other things that you're just noticing in this your lockdown like man I needed lot of things to be in this place so but because we never had the time to we never spend so much time in our space. We don't really tend to pay attention to some of these things. So I would say one of the other things is to invest in your space. And apart from like let's say this additional nitty-gritty things that you would need to make it more comfortable, there are also some kind of key things. Like maybe for one getting an air conditioner. The weather is hot. Like the sun is blazing hot this past few weeks and I'm just like Phew. Is it that I notice people are not outside or I'm trying to understand why the degree is higher than usual. So you do not having an EC, you're depending on the fan and as everyone knows in Nigeria, the light is not 247. So the moment it goes off, you're like back to extreme room temperature because those fans, I don't know what they're doing these days, apart from the rechargeable ones, they're still saving lives. Another thing is apart from those who won't work, many of us spend our time outside. If you notice but well, I'll ask you to do your own self-assessment. There are people that go out more often than usual, even over the weekend, because they just feel like, oh God, this place is not comfortable. I like this person's space because every time I go there, it's like so homely, so chill, so this, so that. Of course, this this place won't be available at the time. So you see yourself going from one place to the other, whereby all you could do is actually look at... Some of those things that incorporate it into your own space and make it you know as homely as possible so that in cases like this you don't have to feel like you're really trapped in a rat hole and like oh my god it's either this place is going to kill me or the virus is going to kill me so on to my second one the second one is having an emergency fund. this i don't think i need stress too much Because with the whole thing happening of everyone staying at home, of course, there was a breakout of panic purchase all over the place. And for some reason, tissue turned out to be gold. And that was running out of stock. I think for me, it wasn't really more of like tissue or what were the other things we were buying? I can't remember myself. Maybe hand wash or something. At me? I was aiming for a country that depends largely on imported goods. And many times we consume them before the local manufacturers branch into it and we can say, okay, we don't have to worry about when next they are going to import or if dollar is going to affect the price and next time we're going to stock up and things like that. I focused more on those things that I know that they have to import, like maybe some bad gels or some bad soap. So I stocked up on most of that because I'm like, if they run out of stock, and they have to import. Of course, by that time, things are going to be like pretty pricey and then I'm going to pay double when I can just stock up now. So that was my own panic buying. I don't know about other people and that panic buying for tissue because there are a number of industries here that still produce tissues. I don't know why panicking panic it to buy tissue. Yeah, so that was my own view to it. So, But then there's still the number of people who on a very real level could not afford this whole panic buying because they are on a steady salary income. Some of them are not over so steady where maybe they end their salaries based on commission, that's worse. Because right now, a lot of people are putting things on pause. So how are you going to get through with some of those things to get commission? It's a real pause on their income. And then there's also the really hard side of people who their companies have to be on a halt because of this whole situation. With many of the companies in this country that are not ethical at all, it could lead to your salary also coming to a halt. And then it's really, I would say it's a lot of pressure and I can't even imagine what they're going through to be honest. And so that's one of the reasons why I feel Emergency funds is the next thing to help you up to, to when all of this is all over. So this is the time. If this is not an emergency enough, I think I mentioned this in my first episode about getting your finance together. So, you see, that that did come in handy at this point. But I would give my own little tip on how I managed to do my own tiny emergency fund is, at first, there's always the fact of, oh, I don't even have enough, then to start saying I want to stash something aside, apart from savings and investment. That is a lot. But trust me, it doesn't have to be a ridiculous huge amount. It can be as tiny as a thousand naira per week. Uh There's 52 weeks in a year. So you're good to have like 52k at the end of the year. And it can be as huge as, uh let's say, 20... Okay, let me say like 10... I'm trying to go as basic as possible. So you who can go upscale can go as upscale as you want. Or you can go as... Aim for like 100k a year and split that 100k over the 52 weeks or you can split the 100k over 365 days and just automate your cad uh, to one of these fintech bankings them yeah, you're good to go, to be honest, and by the end of the, the year, you have something you're stacking there for you as an emergency fund for things like this. So that's my own little tip, but you can also Google, Google is your friend and get things going. So the next one, it's about saving in good currency power, um, to the part of the emergency funds. So there was a part where I said people say, "Oh, so I have to stack money outside savings, regular savings, investments, and then now I have to do with um, deal with emergency funds." So yeah, I would say whenever you're saving, because I noticed, I know, I remember I had a conversation with one of my friends and I actually got this tip from um, some guy on Instagram. I think it's Tosin Wale, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but he's on IG and he talks about his pocket list travels and there was a session he had about how to save to go on all these travels, it's not like uh, Fodamas, it's not rocket science, that's my MDVC and he gave his own tips of how he gets about it and I think one of the tips he gave that I really, like it was a good takeaway was to save for any of all those kind of trips or something in USD. So no matter what it is, your currency is the same. So inflation, um, economic crisis and all of this doesn't affect your savings because a a dollar saved today is a dollar in whatever years to come. But $1,000 saved today in just two weeks of might not be the same value when you're comparing it to whatever it is you're going to spend in another currency and for me i just feel using the universal currency is just always best so yeah whatever you're saving is just still there it's not affected by anything so right now if you're having all your savings in naira i'm going to speak more on naira because i work in nigeria and our currency is naira if your savings everything is in naira i would strongly advise that you diversify a bit to be in dollars and I know the next question is going to be, so how am I going to get it in dollars because I'm in Naira? Hey! Go to the black market, purchase some dollars, take it up and put it in your, um, what do you call this account? Domiciliary account. That's like your account for other currencies apart from the country transacting currency which is Ni- Naira in Nigeria. So you have a domiciliary account and you can stack it there for to whatever amount you feel possible. That's enough like you can keep on saving if it's something you're using as a target for maybe you're going to trip somewhere and so when you're going you just take it out or you can just use it for your savings i would strongly advise just for savings and another thing related to the tip that apart from the fact of saying saving usd he said saving in usd so when their money borrows things that like maybe you may think is all oh, that much of an emergency but by the time when you think of how much you have to go and withdraw the money change it Trust me, you would have really analyzed if it's an emergency or not. But if it's just in your regular currency, which is Naira, you might have even spent it before you even think, well, this wasn't really that much of an emergency, to be honest. And you see all those impulse buying. Your impulse would be controlled by force. So <laughs> I would say that's my number three tip. Save in good currency power, which for for me as a Nigerian here and in Naira, I would say the dollar is your best um, currency to diversify your savings into. If you happen to venture into investing in dollars, great! If you know it's not something you have figured out yet, I strongly advise you either get a financial advisor or just stick to saving the rookie way. Go to the black market, the them, change your currency, put in your dumb account, and the rest. Oh, however, I would point out that you should check with your bank if they do any form of funny charges with your domiciliary account so that you don't go shutting yourself like when you put it in you know how they can get ridiculous and then start putting all sort of charges and then cutting down your hard-end dollar we don't need that okay yeah so um on to number four it would be to live life you know i always say this um from the intro just trying to live life to be honest, like. Everything is so complicated and everybody feels like as if oh, they're going to leave for the next 50 years. You never know. You just wake up one morning, and, you know, the world is upside down. So many things happen. Some people die in their sleep. Some people go out and they never get back. Some people, they just wake up with some random sickness or something. And things happen. And the worst thing that can happen to you is if I had known. It's the worst, you know. So I would say one thing that I've really learned now is, well... <laughs> We we're already on the path before but maybe we're going to buy better running shoes now is to live life before it goes away because right now everyone's in their house and everyone's in a throwback to this oh how i wish um oh I, how i can't wait to be back here oh oh man when this place i went to was taking for granted oh throwback to that and throwback to this and guess what if you have been somewhere under the rock scared that oh if I spend this money now to go to this place and have a good time, so my money is going to be cut short and I know I'm not sure. And then now we're in this whole pandemic issue. What are you throwing back on your IG? Or your WhatsApp story? Or anywhere else, please. I really want to know. If this is not enough to tell you to let loose and live life, I really don't know what else will make you to want to let loose and live life. But truly, you really just have to let it all go. Even everyone that feels like, oh, it's all figured out and this. It's never really figured out. It's just some people just are better at navigating life in a way and all these punches. Not that they always have it all figured out. Yeah, I'm sure you get what I mean. Live life. Please, before it leaves you, live life. Don't let it um, just go by like that without any memories. Because right now, all we're holding on to is memories, in case you haven't noticed. And the last but not the least... Stuff I've learned is that health is wealth. You know, for a number of times, I would be like, Ah, let's, yes, I know I just said let's chop life, but then again, there's some kind of things that you have to just do with caution like your health, please. It is of like, I think my very definition of health is wealth is when there was a time I got sick, I think it was food poisoning or something, but it was one of those food poisoning where um for some reason i think i didn't get enough like like my prescription was not strong enough to actually curb like the bacteria or something and then because it didn't i didn't finish treating it so it came back like times two worse and i got really hit down and i had to take um some injection for like three days straight and I was like, oh, okay, I have my HMO, you know. And I got to my HMO and I'm like, okay, so let's do this and everything. And they're like, yeah, but your HMO doesn't cover this. So you have to pay for this. I'm like, okay, so how much is this? And they're like, oh, it's like 10K per. Um, they're going to give me two, like two shots of it. And each shot is like 5K. And I have to take two shots a day. And so that's uh, over three days. That's 30K. I'm like, just out of the blue. So and luckily I had some emergency funds, and of course I had to, deep in there and sort it all out but then again I every time I think back to that time I I always think that what if I didn't have this money and then what if I had done better with um, where I eat and what I eat and things like that my immune will probably have fought it off better than what it did at that point in time so truly health is wealth because you're either trading one for the other and so that, and it comes out to this whole period where they're like okay guess what this is not even like oh you have to be able to afford some magical treatment somewhere all you have to do is to have your immune very high who would have thought that's all you need have good um immune system and good healthy lifestyle if i would say and you're good to go and then you see people stocking up fruits um, all kinds of vegetables they never thought that they were eating in their lives and what not, me for one I'm not going to even claim exemption in this part, so weird fact about me is, I don't like to eat fruits in like chunks or pieces or something like if it's not blended, I can't take it Especially if, if you're in WhatsApp group, say hello and um, for some reason I always tell myself so because of that, it always has to be blended and because many times, maybe when I stock up to blend uh at the time when I'm on the go like I let you go like the smoothie cup and the mason jar ones and the, the straws and everything but then the next excuse was okay so like the time I'm going to work there might not be light for me to like blend up and have it packed for the go or even when I'm back from work I know they might not be like to like really blend and then the excuses just goes on to so when I feel like okay my taste board is a bit patchy and I think I need to boost up a bit then by force I would know how to blend. I would know how to navigate the shot to just shall blend or i would have to just have to go out and get um smoothies. I have my signature smoothies at some well, of these healthy cafes then so I just go and boost up on all of that. However now that we're in social distancing and isolating at home, I can't go to the healthy bars to get the smoothies. You have to know how to do it here and of course I stocked up like packed you know the whole bunch of apples i got like different kinds of stuff lime lemon i was just talking here and there. i didn't even think of light at this point too life is key at this point we don't know about other excuses we have to look for way to navigate it so all of all these excuses and i'm like if only you had been taking this thing seriously you didn't have to wait for some virus to come and tell the world to stop still i would say healthy lifestyle really does pay and apart from say okay the part of saying having your fruits and veggies right, there's still like a number of things that, um, should I say, I've incorporated into my lifestyle and I think has really helped. That's like cutting out sugar things, like of course, I would still indulge in like a very nice ice cream, you know, a nice um cinnamon roll and whatnot, cinnamon roll to be specific, and um, but like to cut out things like raw sugar when you're taking like a cereal your tea and all those kind of things maybe once in a while i take my tea without honey and so like your taste buds doesn't get too used to those kind of things like just nitty-gritty things all over the place like sometimes frying with less oil like where's a people fry with oil i'm like lord 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 what no judgment but (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying so I have really tried to cut down on a lot of all these characters. And that's where you see some people, they say 30, but they look 25 or 24. It's all of all these life choices. Of course, once in a while, please spoil yourself. Off. As I say, this life, you cannot come and kill yourself. To self yourself has even helped you by releasing a song you can dance to too. So just take life easy. We all know it's a tough time to deal with having to be in this time of uncertainty and not knowing what next. This 14 days lockdown self would really be the end to everything for us here. You know, the media is just really playing some kind of mind game with everybody and just do whatever makes you sing. If the conspiracy part is the one that will help you. If it's um, telling yourself everything is going to be alright, that will help you. If it's um, taking your spiritual life more seriously because you feel the world is going to end. Whatever works for you, sis. Whatever works for you, Ben. I'm really hoping you enjoyed this episode. So I'm just going to do a recap of all the five stuff again. So investing in your space. And then to number two, having an emergency fund. And then number three is saving in good currency power. Saving the currencies, which are usually higher than your earning currency. Number four is live life before it, it just wraps up in your face and things like that. And last but not the least is health as wealth. Try and incorporate a bit of a healthy lifestyle for you. And also just to throw in this last part about healthy lifestyle. Because I'm not a fan of gym. For a number of people who follow me on my IG, they know I play flag football. This helps me to do the running, the sweating, and also have all those team support thing. So it's my own way of having that whole healthy lifestyle thing without having to sign up to a gym that I might show up only twice in the whole month. So look for your own niche on what you know you can you really enjoy doing it so it doesn't feel like you oh god i'm doing all this lifestyle and see how it turns out for you so once again this is still that baby behind the mic anchored by lucia do let me know your thoughts and any other thing you've learned in this whole phase of uh covid19 social distancing and stay safe stay home wash your bloody hands and i'll see you in my next episode bye <laughs>